where we were like well, fuck we learn more from each other let's just let's just do our own thing and then it turned into a podcast and mm-hmm. it's luckily it's helped some people it's been cool because we've gotten some really cool feedback because i think this is like a conversation that really doesn't happen too much learning from people like each other rather mm-hmm. than the gary v's i mean are even our idols they're great to learn from but what about the people around us that are mm-hmm. making it and trying to make a living themselves yeah in the same boat yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about, right? Yeah, definitely. Are you rolling? Yeah. Oh. Solid. <laughs> yeah. That's how we get that's how we get started. All right. It, it usually rolls that way. So with that being said though, like thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank, thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> so no. soaked. McKenna, you you met her. Yeah, I met you at the uh, the Happy overthrow. Camper, yeah, overthrow collaboration Rocking party the thing. Tea, McKenna. Yeah, that yes, was a total that's coincidence. That's my favorite t shirt now. I'm surprised I'm not wearing it right now. Yeah, it's so comfortable. Really? So yeah. Let me, let me get my hands on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn. Yeah. Overthrow. It's I feel like we've shouted out them for like the last three episodes. Probably. They're it was rad. a fun. Yeah. It was a fun. And then I saw your prints. You have like these like tarot card inspired yeah. prints that have like the one I was in love with was the margarita one. But of there's course. also like, my favorite thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried to only make the ones of like my favorite things. So like the guac, the coffee. <laughs> I mean, even though they're all like basic bitch like necessities, I guess. But oh, can't live without those. Just can't. But those are the things that like sell. Those are the things it's that true. people like. Yeah. Like I did think of like, because I was like, how far do I take this? How many more <laughs> do I do? And I've completely stopped because I'm like, I need to move on from that. Like I can't just keep making those. And uh, I was like, how far do I take this? Like, do I start making, like, weird ones? Like, ones that I like, like, string cheese or something? You know what I <laughs> mean? Not? Like, yeah, why not? I know. I could have taken it there, but uh, time to move on to better things, I guess. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So could you give people sort of, like, the two-minute rundown of who you are, how you got here, all of the, like, major important stuff? Major important stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, always lived around here, actually. And um, my parents are both very creative people. They aren't really in the creative field, per se, but um, they always push me to do, like, art things. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was really cool to have that influence. And um, so I always loved drawing as a kid. But then, like, as I got older, everyone was like, you'll never make money as an artist. Like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to go to college? What's going to be your major, like friends, you know? teachers, family? Yeah, just like, they're like, you can't be a Press artist, up on that you game. know? Oh, yeah, sorry. Hey, and, uh, there she is. There she is. And uh, so I ended up going to, like, ASU. I hated it. I was there for, like, a semester. Yeah, what'd you go for? Just, like, your general Exercise and, and wellness. Hated <laughs> it. Hated it. And then, um, so I left that, and then I went to uh, Phoenix College for about a year, studied business, which was really cool. Mm. I really liked it there, but... Um, I was like, why Why am I doing this to myself? Like, I've always loved art. Like, why don't I just get back into that? And I was talking to my mom, and she's like, why don't you go into graphic design? Because I started, like, making cards. Like, I've always made cards for friends and family. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom's like, why don't you learn how to do that digitally? You know, like, cards you see at Urban Outfitters or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So that's when I went to AI, actually, and got my degree in graphic design. And now I'm here. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. I love it. I love it so much. That's awesome. It's interesting to hear, like, uh, that you were discouraged mm-hmm. even, like, so recently as yeah. like, when you were a kid. That doesn't seem... Yeah. Like, you hear people say that, but mm-hmm. they're, you know, 40-year-olds. Well, yeah. it's cool to see... It's cool to hear how you came back to it. Because mm-hmm. we've, we've talked to plenty of people where... And, and that's kind of the big struggle right now, right? Yeah. For your entire life. Like I was mentioning before, from, like kindergarten to to even high school your whole life is like dictated and like kind of predicted for you Mm -hmm. and you here's like the ways to success quote-unquote success and if you don't have these things or if you don't go to like a a job this way it's like the security's gone so in like yeah like as an artist there's no real big security because it's and it's such a subjective world you're not guaranteed anything yeah but it's funny how like it's not funny, but it's just, it's cool how, it's cool how you came full circle and came back to art and like went out. So you, it seems like you were out for like two years. Yeah. Or like yeah. exploring. Yeah, exactly. And, um, 
I knew I, I just hated both, I guess. I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? Why am I doing this to it's, myself? Yeah. It's just so weird because like I say, I, I can never imagine doing anything else. And like that, that creative bone in you just never leaves. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I don't know who, I don't know who said it, but I see it all over the time. It's like every, I think it was Picasso. Everybody was born an artist. Like every, everyone's born an artist, but as you grow up, like people lose it. Mm-hmm. I totally butchered it, but something on the line. And that, that's super true. And like that, like it's evident in your story so far is like that's funny how you came all the way back and it's awesome that you went through it because some people just abandon that yeah which sucks that happened to me too uh what but like i did it to myself (laughs) like i went to college and i was like well i'll just go and like be a teacher i don't really want to be a teacher but like that seems like a good job that people always need to be educated (laughs) (laughs) so i went into it and then like same thing where i was in class and people were talking about like different scenarios where like what would be the right choice in the scenario and i was like oh i don't care what's like, the safest oh, yeah, what's the like, safest thing yeah, so yeah, i yeah. was like i should not be a teacher if i don't care oh yeah you <laughs> so uh so then i i like had that same conversation with my mom where i was like i want to go into writing and i don't know how you make money off of that like i have no idea if this is the right choice but yeah. i know i can't be a teacher mm-hmm. and like why spend so much money on a degree that I don't care about? Yeah, it's it's weird. Well, it's all about like security for a while, but not really. They teach you to think about what's going to be the most secure, but not like what are you going to enjoy on a day to day basis. But when you when you um, so I actually went to the art institute as well. That's cool. Yeah, it's oh funny, huh, dude? So, AI alumni, really? Hey, I was going to yeah. ask. I was like, because I saw like, so how long ago did you graduate? I graduated last June. Really? Yes. That's so, cool. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. No, it's, Congratulations yeah, it's been, to you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I went there. Yeah. When did you graduate? 2014. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, I had no time for exploration. I just went right at high school. Next <sighs> week, AI. I wish that's how it went for me. I had. I love that. It was, I really, <laughs> I really had no thought of it. Like it was yeah. kind of like, well, that makes sense. Go. Cause I was going to be an animator. But oh. I was thought about it. You know how like they take you through the tours at school and then they yeah. show you each thing. And I was like, that's a lot of drawing. That looks fun. <laughs> but I was going to ask um, with AI. So like when you knew, like came back, you're like, okay, here's AI. Here's mm-hmm. graphic design. Here's my, here's my path. Like, did you feel like some sort of weight lifted off or was it oh, still like a totally. process? No, I knew it as soon as like, really? when I even got the tour, I was like, oh this my God, it. finally. Yeah. This like I it. knew it. And my mom, she was even like, okay, like this is your last major. Like if this doesn't work, like you're no fucked. More. You know what I mean? Yeah. No she was like kind of over it at that point. I'm like, I know. But I was like, no, this is definitely for me. I, it was yeah. so much better and especially because I like you know felt like I lost my way and I wasn't happy and like it's funny because like how you said you know going to school to be a teacher like you think when you're in high school like you can just go to college and just be something Figure you it know out, what right? I mean yeah. you're like oh if I want to be a teacher I'll just be a teacher like that's so easy but it's so much harder than that uh-huh. and then you're like but you have to even like it too <laughs> like you know it's it's weird what have you done sort of with your your degree, like, post-graduation this last year? Oh, like, God. how have you filled your time? Um, so I went to school for graphic design because I initially just wanted to make cards, I mm-hmm. guess, like, yeah. cards. And um, I saw all these different sides to graphic design. Like, I mostly wanted to go for illustration, I guess. But, yeah. like, you know, the logo aspect, marketing, you know, all those different aspects. And... Uh, so when I graduated, they were like, okay, like, get an agency job, you know, try to do that. And I was like, oh, okay, like, all right, I guess. And, like, I tried, and, like, I had interviews, and I was like, God, this is not even what I want to do. Like, working in a, in a setting where I'm forced to, like, be creative, I guess, not just have it come naturally, if that makes sense. 100%. So, yeah, it was stressful. So I was like, I've just been doing freelance now, and I love it. It's yeah. Oh, it's not stressful at all. That's I mean, great. I guess it's stressful in its own way, but yeah. be your own boss. And exactly. So I guess that's how I've applied my degree. I've definitely just been winging it. Did you, sure. did you, uh, at AI, did that's you awesome. take like the, the graphic design and like, did they still have the minors like between typography and illustration? Um, yeah. So I actually only went for my associates. Oh, so really? yeah. And I wanted to go for my bachelor's when I had my, when I was getting ready for the portfolio show, mm-hmm. they were looking at my work and they were like, wait, are you a bachelor? And I was like, no, I'm an associate. So like, no. you have work. I know. They're Shoulder like, dip. your work is like that of a bachelor. And I was like, 
you're messing with me. Like, stop. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So when I had the portfolio show, my teachers were like, so what's next? And I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking whether I should go back to school. And they're like, we don't think you, you need to go back. And I was like, really? And I was like, I could, I'm sure I could learn more. And they're like, yeah, but you're fine. Like, you don't need, don't, we don't think you need to get your bachelor's and it's just more money that you'd have to spend or whatever. And That's I was a like, real I, Which was really, right? yeah. it was very real. interesting that they told me that. So I was like, wow, okay, who, cool. Who were some of your favorite instructors? Uh, if, if you don't want, Mr. You don't King. Want. Hey, yeah, that's the homie. Shout out to Mr. King. One. I don't know if Mr. King listens, but he, we definitely, Miles knows him. Miles, mm-hmm. another uh, guest of ours, he went to AI as well. And so did Chris. Oh. We have a lot of like AI alumni on this that's show. That's cool. Yeah, no, Mr. King. Did you have Dahlquist? Uh, yeah. That's that's my guy right there. The guy <laughs> yeah. looks like Gary Busey, the homie. Wait, I'm trying to remember what he looks like. He's got long, <laughs> he's got long hair, long blonde hair, big thick stash. Looks like Gary Busey. He's an illustrator. He's in uh, illustration. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. There's yeah. some of my favorite. But that's cool that that they told you that because mm-hmm. that they didn't have to go back because then it kind of forces you to think about what else because uh-huh. you don't have to go back to because people think. Like, you have to go to school for a certain amount of years, right? Yeah. Like, right. your four years for your bachelor's and then, like, another however for grad school. Like, my cousin's mm-hmm. doing that right now, and he's, like, in the health industry. Oh. And I was like, fuck that, dude. All yeah. that school, all that money. Hell no. I, I mean, at least they'll make it back. You know, they could. <laughs> so hopefully, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. If you but even that, like, that, like, oh. for me, I guess I'm a totally different personality. But, like, I wouldn't be able to do that type of work all the time. Like, I have to exp- – you can't express yourself in that <laughs> no. in, as a doctor. You know what I mean? Like, you can only hold the scaffold so many ways or, like, stretch out. A, like, I mean, I guess therapy you couldn't, but – I think it's interesting um, that people don't necessarily – because you spent your whole life drawing and illustrating and doing all of that, and, like, people disregard that mm-hmm. and, and because it's not, like, formal traditional training or education. But – it still counts. Like you're yeah. still figuring it out. And so having like an associates or a bachelor's, like those extra two years mm-hmm. aren't going to like make the huge difference that like just being a person who does the process of drawing and illustrating all the time would do. Yeah. Like just because it's in like a school setting or a, a agency setting or something doesn't yeah. mean that like all of a sudden you're better. Because the learning never really stops. It's no. really upon like you to find more knowledge. Like with me, like I, like I love learning more about like art and more about like creative mediums. So like things like Skillshare and stuff like really help me like explore different things and makes you want to learn. Cause, and then it really comes down to being passionate about the thing. Like when you graduated and they told you that, did you still feel like you wanted to learn? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I was like, I still feel like even now I feel so amateur. You know what I mean? Like I, and I loved going to school, so yeah. I know that there's still more I could learn, but oh, the dad, yeah. dude. But the, no, no. And I already went to two other schools, so I'm real there. <laughs> really you know, like, there. oh, God. Do you still find, like, different ways? Do you, do you do, like, Skillshares or anything like that? Like, online <sighs> courses, like, different ways to learn? Or do you just... I don't want to say, like, this is a bad excuse, like, oh, I'm too busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to, but it's always in the back of my mind, like, I'll see an article or, like, you know, those Skillshare things? And yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. And then next thing you know, I don't. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but now you were talking about it, now I want to. It's so. funny how that, that, like, it's it's so funny how that happened. We were just talking about that, because I always talk to me, Ken, about things like I want to do. I'm like, isn't, I think we literally just talked about it before the show. I was like, but it's funny how that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, how things will come through your mind, and then they don't end up falling through. And those <laughs> are the things that, like, burden on your brain. Yes. Yes. Which is great, but what? It, but what is that? You know what I mean? Like what? How do you control that? Or uh-huh. how do you? I feel like, especially as a creative, with us, shit always comes. Like mm-hmm. inspiration comes in different ways, and I feel like even sometimes the more you learn about different things, the more information your brain gets that after a while, <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, I don't know how to control this thing." I think, especially like, and you can tell me what your experience is yes. like in the freelance world. Mm-hmm sometimes people can feel guilty of like, if this isn't directly making me money or like, mm-hmm. I, it, like growing my client base or like connecting me with people, then I should probably shouldn't spend the time on it right now. Like, oh. especially if you've got like debt in the back of your mind or you've got rent or like hmm. whatever it is, you know, like I think people get into a trap of this has to make me money. So like these, these are the eight hours I have to make money in mm-hmm. this day. Like however they sur- fall throughout the day. But like, so then if watching a Skillshare class, like you can't really connect that to anything, yeah. then I think people are like, I should probably spend my time doing this instead. Yeah, as far as like further education goes. 
Yeah, like in the yeah. long run, it's going to make you money just being better at things. Yeah, but it's really totally. hard to justify it like in the moment of, or I could just make this poster that this person is going to pay me $500 for. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate that though. Like, so I feel like I get either super busy with freelance work and I feel overwhelmed or I'll have nothing. Like right now I have nothing. Uh-huh. And it makes you I'm anxious, like, huh? yeah. So when I'm like, when I have nothing, I'm like, God, I wish I had freelance work. But then when I have the freelance work, I'm like, God, I wish I wasn't doing this. Like, I just wish I was designing my own stuff. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, but uh, I, I don't know. Like you were saying like, oh, if I'm not doing something that's going to make me money, then I should be doing it. I don't know. I, for me, it's like a stress reliever to get to work on my own stuff in my free time. Even, I mean, I'll make something in the hopes that people will like it, so maybe they'll buy it. So I guess in a way, I'm like, this could potentially make me money. But like, it is kind of like expanding your skills too. Like every time I work on something new, I learn something new. I feel like. Yeah. What is your process like? Yeah. Okay. So. What's um, your medium? What do you get down with? Oh my gosh. Uh, it's all just through Adobe Illustrator. Damn just on girl. my laptop. Yeah. Nothing nothing fancy. I'm like actually a really shitty like sketcher. Straight straight digital, huh? Straight dig. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I see your stuff. That's all hand lettering, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. That's way more impressive. Like obviously. Thanks. Like I'll start off with like a really shitty sketch, but I can kind of visualize it in my head. So I'll just like take a picture of it, put it on there. And kind of just make it so much better, like what I have in my mind. But yeah, um, I don't know. Like I guess I don't really do like the whole sketching thing. Like you know, that's how you're supposed to really do it first, and then go into Illustrator. Mm-hmm. It's usually just an idea I have in my head, and I'll kind of like let it marinate for a week or so mm-hmm. until I can visualize it a little better, and then I just kind of fuck with it in Illustrator. You got some patience, girl. <laughs> I couldn't do yeah. that. Yeah, well, unless it's like a really strong like idea, yeah. and I could visualize it right there. Usually, I'm like. Oh, like I'll think of a phrase that I like and I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, uh, I'll just like do other stuff and kind of think in the back of my mind, like, how can I make that look? What could I match that with? If that makes sense. I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah. That totally makes Does that sense. Make sense? No, absolutely. <laughs> did you grow, did you grow up like drawing or painting a lot? Like you said, your parents are like creative type. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So like, I guess my dad, he does a lot of pottery Ooh, stuff, which is really sick. Yeah. That's super cool. And um, he's really good at drawing. My mom's always been really good at drawing too. So yeah. when I was growing up, I was like, oh God, like why are they so good? And I'm not, you know? <laughs> so I would try to get better just like how they would, Practice. you know? So yeah. And then like, like I said, I would always make cards for people's birthdays and stuff. Yeah. So I love that. But yeah. I think the act of just doing it, like getting it out of your brain, mm-hmm. that's like the biggest part. Because like when we were in school and I don't know if they preach it to you, but like with us, it was so early. It was kind of like at the turn when like digital was kind of taking over. And like for us, when I was in school, digital was so, I thought this was going to be interesting because I'm so traditional and you were very Sick. digital. <laughs> no, it's not like no, it's so cool. <laughs> no, but it, but that, but I, it's fun. It's I, I'd like to talk about it too because just because it's so it's 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 the same, of course. At the end, you're still making art, but I feel like I mean whatever works for you at the end of the day, of course. Because like the big thing is, and it's interesting because you only graduated a year ago and I graduated close to like five. Mm-hmm. And when the turn, it was like it was harped on us that like computers a tool, computers a tool, computers a tool. You know, to get the idea on paper, figure it out, and then throw it on, mm-hmm. and. For me, that was, like, harped my entire life. And I've always, like, drawn my entire life. So it's, like, interesting because, like, I couldn't... In some, in a lot of ways, actually, I, like, give props because I couldn't, like, straight transfer my my brain idea to, like, the computer. I have oh, to. It's yeah. not even, like, I... It's it's not even, like, an ego thing where, like, fucking digital. <laughs> I just literally cannot, like, filter it through to the computer. It's kind of weird. It's, it's like a jolt in my system where, like, cranks start getting a little jacky where I'm like, arr, arr, hold on, go back. <laughs> just to draw so cool. it first. It's weird. No, it's weird. He'll because, get mad at himself because it takes longer to do, oh. like, the two steps. So he'll be like, if I could just do this digitally. Oh, 100%. Like, our, our social posts, they're all hand-lettered. Not by, not, just naturally, that's the what I know, which is, which is kind of crazy. And it's not even out of, like, they like, out of purpose, but... If I knew how to, if I, if I had the, the thing, that's, that's kind of, and it's all like the speed and efficiency thing when you get to a certain point, because like in a case like that, where right, we need to pump out like a social post every month, maybe hand lettering isn't the best <laughs> thing. Maybe we need to hire Sage Pizza to do oh, our social no, posts because I can't do it straight to Not digital. Not even, no, no, no. But that's, oh. no, but I, my whole point is like, that's, that's, it's nice that you at least like marinate on the idea because that, mm-hmm. that was like the big part is like, 
I feel like good quality like ideas get get kind of watered down mm-hmm. when they're just like just made. You know what I mean? And it's it, at least you sit on it, do a rough sketch, mm-hmm. and then work it out that way. Yeah, I just I guess I just realized because like how you say it takes longer because you really draw it out, you take the time and then go mm-hmm. digital. Like I guess instead of me sketching it out, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, so it's 100%. Been, you know what I mean. So it's just a replacement because it's all in your. You can still see it in your head. Like I'm just a mm-hmm. nitpicky asshole that needs to see it first. I need to. Believe, I need some. I needed to prove itself to me <laughs> in the 3D world before I can make it in the digital world. It's gonna pass the gates first, but. No, it, it it was it's always interesting. There's always that like digital, and it's it's kind of like, like not a lot of people listen to not a lot of people listen to this podcast, watch fighting, but it's like <laughs> MMA versus boxing. It's still all in the same realm. Like there's no yeah. good or bad way to do it. It's my it guess is also another one of my points. It's like because you just go digital, it's not always the worst thing. It's mm-hmm. just not my way of doing it. But at the end of the day, we're all still making art, which is rad. Mm-hmm. It's just cool that you can make it right away. Do you have one of those? Uh, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> so, like sometimes. I was just thinking like. If I could sketch things, I would make it so much easier because then when you're ready to go digital, you're good to go. Yeah. You know, you already have that, like, map. But sometimes, like, I'll just have an idea, I'll have a sketch, and I'll go into it like an illustrator, and I'm like, yeah. God, this is awful. What was I thinking? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I end up sometimes wasting more time because yeah. I'm like, and then I just totally throw that idea out the window or well, now come back to it. It's fucking nuts because, you got, like, with digital in, like, my, my favorite designer is John Contino. Favorite. Oh, yes, yeah. Favorite all time. And oh. he's always been a traditional illustrator. That's why I liked him so much, because mm-hmm. he just did it that way. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's the way I do it, too. But then he got, like, iPad Pro, and, like, I got to see how he was able to, like, draw his same shit. I was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> that's crazy. Like, the way people sketch in real life, you can sketch on this this pad, which is kind of nuts to me. It's the same mm-hmm. process. And, but, I mean, you'll never get the fucking... the the graphite on your hands like you would <laughs> traditionally. Do you ever work in an iPad? N- it's the weirdest thing for me. It's like putting me. It's like putting me in a foreign country. Like oh. I had to figure. I'm like, Ugh. like I think I went to uh, the Apple Store one time and I fucked with it. And I was like, I don't like this. No, no. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. It's, it's, yeah, it was weird. It's a weird it, feeling. It is. It, it's weird. It is. I can't like with pen, pencil and paper. Like even now, like I write my to do list. I'm like like pencil paper because if I like type it on my computer I feel like it's not real <laughs> it's, oh my gosh it's weird <laughs> I have like these disconnections it's awkward <laughs> it's like you're not even supposed to be in this decade I feel like you know you're old yeah, I'm school super you're an old soul <laughs> I'm just an asshole how do you because you talked about like how it being a bad idea and just like throwing it away yes. completely how do you sort of determine that for yourself or like is it based on the kind of the response you get from people when you share it? Oh, God. I guess it's a mix. I've had things where I posted. I'm really hard on myself when I post things, too. I'm pretty insecure about it. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I'll post something, and if I'm not getting, like, a certain amount of likes right away, I'm like, oh, God, what, oh, what did I do so, that? And I'll silly. delete it. You know Don't what I mean? I know. It's dumb. But I'm glad. I mean, sometimes... It's interesting because I also have um, artwork on, like, other platforms, like uh, Society6. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I'm not sure if I want to post it on Instagram, I'll put it on my Society6 and not even promote it and just kind of see, because people can like it on there, too. Mm-hmm. And just depending on the response I get on that, if it's good, I'm like, oh, I'm stupid. I should have just posted that, you know? Or, like... Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely guilty of posting and deleting for sure. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like that's it. pretty universal. I mean, Eric is such like a he's a great voice to have on this podcast, but you're such a different like you have such a different <laughs> mindset where you're like, I just did it, so I don't care what people like about it. Oh, but I that's think rad. I think there are a lot of people, especially like <laughs> mm-hmm. younger people trying to get their career like mm-hmm. footing to just be like if everyone hates it, I'm gonna take it down. Can't yeah. do it. <laughs> well and, well and like I'm still a lot of the ways like I have to and I'm glad we're talking about this because that's a big thing, right? Because yeah. the main thing about making art is at the end of the day, we're making art. And mm-hmm. the thing is you you want to share it with people. And, like, the thing about the likes thing, I still do it 100%. Like, I still that's look right. at it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But, like, a, like, a, a, like, a muscle that I had to create in my mind was that, like, no matter what, like, I loved making this. I just want to share that with people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's at the end of the day, whether if it gets likes or whatever. I mean, I don't even get, I don't have as much followers as you do or get as much sales as you do. And it's, and at the end of the day, it's just like, I just like making things and I'll just yeah. share that. But that's it, like, I, with, with that, it's, it's interesting because like it, it definitely stops you, mm-hmm. especially 
the bad thing when it gets too far is when you think about it when you're making your work. That's what you want to avoid. Yeah. You want to do the work because you enjoy it. It's it's like you're saying. It sits and marinates in your brain, mm-hmm. and then you you make it. And then if it goes up, it goes up because you enjoyed the process. I mean, same. I'm a victim of it. Like I have a lot of like stuff that I don't share mm-hmm. just because I just don't. Like it's weird. I don't really think about it too much, but. Like with that, I it's funny because I always like the the same way. Like if it wasn't, especially when I was in school, I was like, if it's not a portfolio piece, it's not going on my fucking Instagram because people that want to hire me are going to look at this. And then if I, they don't, if it's not part of like this whole experience and it's not going up, I I used to mm-hmm. live and breathe that shit. But now it's more about like this experience, this collective of like everything about me, rather than like just here's my portfolio side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is the way it should be. And I look at your Instagram, it's like, okay, here's her lifestyle. This is her. This is yeah. this is Sage Pizza. This is her work. <laughs> this is the way she lives. This is stuff that she likes. You know what I mean? And dude, arguably that's how your entire like, because especially as a freelancer, right? Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, and we'll get into the work, like because I freelance myself, mm-hmm. and like it's less about putting up an image. And having having like this polished form of yourself, it's more about just this is who you are. And like the, I feel like the ultimate stage. And we were talking earlier about your freelance. I was I was carefully listening because I feel like a trend with freelance, the attitude with freelance designers, is that the ultimate goal. And you tell me what you think. Okay. I feel is like, I want to get hired for being me. Yes. I want to be hired for being Sage Pizza. I want to be hired for being Eric Castaños. I don't want to be hired to transform my stuff to you. You hire me. Like I and I, like I look at like my favorite designers like Mary Kay McDevitt, John Contino. Oh. People come to them because they want what they have. And it goes all the way and I think about it the way like jobs were previously. You go to a uh, you go to a woodworker to get this. You go to this person to get this. Like a, like specialties. And like to get that experience, to get the Sage Pizza experience, like <laughs> whether if you get the illustration, you get you, like a birthday card, you get the birthday card, you get her style of the card, you get all that. This is her experience, and that's what you pay for. Not, hey, could you? What is your real name, by the way? Sage. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was actually just talking to someone about this. Um, side note. So somebody was like, "Why? Why is it Sage Pizza? Why like, not? What's What's the deal with that? You just really love pizza." And I'm like, "Well, my last name's really weird. It's Ani, <laughs> but it's." Spelled A U N E, and everyone fucks A-U-N-E. it up. So I'm like, no one's gonna remember that. And uh-huh. you know, so I'm like, what's that? something quirky that kind of matches my style that would be easy for someone to say? Pizza. So Sage Pizza, <laughs> and people think it's so funny. And I'm like, well, at tight. least you remember. So there you go. I but some people are like, why? Why Sage Pizza? I'm like, oh, me, you're dumb. I was talking to Ken, and I was like, I don't care what she tells me your name is. I'm gonna call her Sage Pizza. Yeah, do it. I love it. No. Um, you know what, but what you were just saying, like how people hire you because they like your style, like they're hiring you. Do you ever have people that they're like, oh, we love your stuff. We want you to make this and you do it in your style. And they're like, we want it more like this. And it's like not your style at all. You know, that happens to me a lot. And I'm like, well, I thought you came to me for a reason. And I'm glad, you know? I'm glad you brought that up. Cause it's like the biggest, the biggest fork in the road, right? Like initially it's all in, Initially, it's all fun and get it's all fun and daisies and Molly and, and rainbows. <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts. I think it's Fighter and the Kid. But it's all it's all good and and the the relationship is like that because usually, especially freelancers, like recommendations are they're they're there. But most of the time, we're meeting people in the field. So somebody sees your things at a, your prints at an overthrow show and they're like, oh, can you? I'm gonna want one. But then you start doing it and then like you're saying, it doesn't end up being that way. Mm-hmm. I found that like the biggest thing with that to avoid that is those types of conversations need to happen right away. And it's kind of like a weird conversation to have for like people that are out there. Cause, and I know everybody feels this way, especially creative because you want to, like you were saying earlier, you want to do shit that you want to do. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then if somebody comes to you, like just recently, um, I had a, I had a t-shirt design for this supplement company and they want to do a day of the dead style. And I was like, but she's like, when they initially came to me, the attitude was, hey, this looks like it's right up your alley. It fits with you. Can you do it that way? So it was kind of laid out that way, that not fully, but it was under the impression that like, okay, she's coming to me for my style with these small tweaks. Like, here's the guidelines, but do it in your way. Like, it's, it's kind of a weird thing to be like, okay, you're going to hire me, but I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And it almost sounds like dickish yeah. in a way but like you have to kind of have just that, that weird conversation of like okay thank you i appreciate it thanks for coming to me 
Um, like it's it's weird because you it, you just have to have the conversation. And like a mechanic came to me and she's like, and she had a cupcake company, and she was like, hey, um, I'm looking for this design, and she sends me over like a, a like a mood board, like a Pinterest yeah. board, mm-hmm. and it's got all this like vectorized like all this crazy shit. And if you can't meet in the middle somewhere, it's like, okay, I see what you're saying. You want some vibrant colors. You want a little bit cleaner, blah, blah, blah. I'm still going to go through the process of me thinking about it, really sketching it out, mm-hmm. probably have some texture in it because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then, but you, that's the things you have to explain in a way. It's like, okay, you're coming to me for my style. It's like, even if it comes to that fork in the road, like you got to explain it. It's like, listen, you came to me for what I do, not to recreate this for you and even if it's like so out of your realm when it first mm-hmm. comes i kind of went a rabbit hole about this whole thing but if somebody <laughs> comes to you with an explanation it's like that's not really if it's something you don't feel like you want to do like she came to me with these crazy pinterest boards i'd be like listen it's not really in my realm i can do it my way yeah. and then we can go from there but i i'd really don't want to do that but it's like the hardest thing yeah. to say right because you want to make money too exactly. you're like oh why am i going to turn down a job i could do it but and I think you just said it was, is the real, is the real answer is it because you want to make money. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if you want to just do the quality work, you got to be willing to say no, because even those sure. small projects of not that don't really hit your full satisfaction, you're always going to have one or two that are lingering, right? Cause mm-hmm. you do have to pay your bills. But if you can keep that percentage pretty high of like, okay, here's a lot of projects that people are coming to me for what I do, you know? So it's it's weird it's a, it's definitely there's no like one way to do it but i feel like this it's definitely a conversation to be had because for people now it's a struggle because companies come to artists designers illustrators to meet their needs you know what i mean and for us it's it's kind of like a weird give and take cuz i mean we're providing the service but they're giving us the money it's like well client and then they get whatever they want which is a total fucking agency term <laughs> but it's like it's a collaboration at yeah. the end of the day, that's what I guess that's the real answer. Here's my two minute answer <laughs> it's a collaboration at the end of the day. It's us working with them and then we're coming together and then finding that, that, that middle point. How do you figure out like what your like sort of, I guess, your boundaries of creative work? You know what? I'm so like, I'm really bad at saying no. So it's interesting yeah, that you, it's so hard for me. I feel like I'm definitely like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And because I'm so new, I want to say yes to every single job that I have. And I learn something new with every client or project I take on. So I'm trying to get to that point where I'm like, okay, I can't do that. Or this is how I can do it. Like you were saying. So, and you came to me, like there was a job actually recently. Um, there was this company in Belgium that reached out to me and they wanted to do like this really cool spooky disco poster. And I was so (laughs) stoked and I was like, hell yeah. Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is right up my alley. Like I was already thinking of a bunch of ideas. And, uh, so I came up with an idea. I was super stoked on it. I'm like, this looks great. Send it to them. And they were like, yeah, mm, you know, no, basically. And I was like, fuck, what? And like, they were like, well, can you do it more like this? You know? And I was just like, like, why do you come to me? And, or like if a client, um, like you have an idea and you think it looks great, it's your style. And then they're like, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought right now. Um, no, 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 no. It happens. Oh, darn it. I lost it. Anyways, it's gone. So it's gone like that. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's interesting um, because I think especially younger careers, no matter if you're a freelance or not, that idea of, I have to say yes, because I have mm. to get experience somehow. I have to like establish myself somehow. I think that's, I think that's sort of what feeds into like, everyone's always busy all the time. Everyone's tired. Everyone's doing stuff like they don't really believe in. And I think the more, we talk about like everyone, not just like on this podcast. This is not that important of a podcast. But the idea of like, yeah, let's all acknowledge that like we don't know the right answer and like sometimes we have to do the shitty things that like mm-hmm. pay the bills and sometimes like it starts out shitty and then it like teaches you something and like definitely it's not always, you know, saying no to like protect your you know, artistic vision or whatever. Like sometimes it's not realistic and sometimes you have to do the things and then like pull from it what Mm -hmm. you can and what can help you in the future. Even if it's just like business negotiations or like here's how I should, you know, present myself next time because they sort of misunderstood what I was doing. Like 
going into every sort of business talk in that same way of like, how am I going to take out lessons from this so I don't have to feel like this shitty again? Yes, exactly. And I learn that every time. And I, the business side of it sucks, uh-huh. you know, unless you can be like, I'll get to that point. But for now, I'm still struggling with that. I feel like the most important <sighs> part is, especially for freelance creatives, when you're off venturing, doing your own work, trying to make a living for yourself and not expecting this certain amount of money every single month because it's hard mm-hmm. you never know the the highs are so high as a freelancer and the lows are really fucking low we all know that sitting at this table because we all freelance but the thing is and i've learned just in the last year because i've i've undertaken like this some say stupid and i feel like something <laughs> is stupid too is like you have to look at your life as a collective and not as a comparison to the way other people have done it. Like, what are the things that you want to do on a daily basis? Like, if I look at Sage Peach's Instagram, mm-hmm. like, I, obviously it's an Instagram and you can't take people's Instagrams for lightly and be like, fuck, our life's so great because we all have things. Mm-hmm. People only post the good things on IG. Of course. But you got to think about your life as you create them. Like, what are the things you want to do on a daily basis? Because you, like you were saying earlier... Is like when you're working on client stuff, you just want to be like, fuck, I want to work on my stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the same thoughts I had at an agency. So Ugh. like becoming a freelancer, you have to start doing those things that you really want to do and have like this balance and find this like perfect rhythm. And it's never going to be perfect, obviously, and mm-hmm. things will come. But lay this sort of groundwork of like, okay, like realistically... And and I know and people are playing the Adeline drinking game right now. <laughs> Here's a fucking drink. <laughs> I don't remember the exact rules, but I think it's all along the lines. It's like you have to think about like what really matters like in your life, the material things. And I, I will say this every fucking episode because people just still don't get it. <laughs> Is that like, okay, do you need those things? Like, do you need A, B, C, and D? Do you need a bigger this? Do you need this big of a house? Do you need this, this, and this? Because simply, it, as a creative, as a creative, it's going to be really fucking hard to have all those material things and do the work you actually enjoy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's going to take, unless you get to a point of a John Contino, Mary Kay McDevitt. And that's why I would love to talk to him because I don't even know what it's like up there, but <laughs> up there. <laughs> and they probably think they're all together with us. You know, we're all the same, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, that's the realization. It's like, especially, and I feel like, because I was in the agency and I seen those things, like I'm like, oh, I'd rather not. And when you were saying, mm-hmm. like, you you got there and you're like, oh, no, no yeah, way. Hell no. <laughs> because you got to no. think about, like, those things. It's like, okay. And granted, you will always have those projects that you'll need to take to pay those bills because you can be, you can have all this money as a creative. It's definitely possible. I know the people. And it's, it's not a, the work is not fun mm-hmm. because it's work that everybody needs. It's like those bullshit web. It's that really quick work that everybody needs, especially with social. Like now it's probably the best time as a quote unquote creative. I'm going to say production artist because that's what it is. <laughs> it's not even called, it's not even being an artist, just a production designer. That, sorry, were you going to keep going? Just final thought. Like the thing is, is like you have to think about your life as a collective and what can you not live without? Because with those freelance projects, you have the ability to say yes and no. And the things you say yes to are things that you really want to explore. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, I like this project. Let me let me take on less projects so I can focus on this. And then granted, it's gonna, it, it'll take time to figure that out because, I mean, yes, you have bills to pay and stuff, but like that's the thing is people take on all this fucking work and it's work that they don't really like, but the pay, the, the, the pay tag is really nice. You're like, oh, that's really nice. That can set me off for a little bit. But it's like the amount of work that it's going to take to do all these like really minute bullshit, like all that mm-hmm. stuff is like, oh, it's, it's, it's sucks life away. But then you also want to like go enjoy your life, go have like go have fun, like go chill with your friends, work on those things that you want to work on, do those projects and really do the things that you did pre-profession. You know what I mean? To, to keep you afloat. I was going to ask, because you mentioned, like, yeah. when you were, um, when you work on client stuff, you want to work on your stuff. Mm-hmm. But from, like, an outsider's perspective, like, it's all your stuff? Yeah, that's so, true. Like, so how do you sort of, like, what do you fit under the umbrella of, like, this is the stuff that's mine, and then this is the stuff that's for other people? Well, I try to make a lot of things. I guess it's a mixture of, like, what I make, like, um, 
I make things based off of my mood in that moment <laughs> or like something will inspire me and it'll just match how I'm feeling in that moment. And so I'll want to make it right then and there. <clears throat> so when it's somebody else's idea, it's not like I have that uh, connection with it. Sure. If that makes sense. I try to also make things that are relatable mm-hmm. that people can relate to, I guess. But uh, so when people come to me with an idea, I don't have that connection like from deep down. Right. So, no, it totally makes you sense. You know? 100% yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So even though, but I, I still enjoy doing it. It's funny because like doing client projects gives me inspiration for my own stuff too, though. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have made that. Like, 100%. interesting, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it opens that up. So I am grateful for the client work too. It's definitely, especially when you're in that creative drought too, and then you're forced to make something. At least somebody's coming up with the idea of like homework or something. Right. So that's good. <laughs> You know? Yeah. No, 100%. I've never heard it described like that. And I think that's like really a good way to look at it. It's mm-hmm. like when you can't come up with the ideas yourself, if somebody mm-hmm. gives it to you, like it feels terrible at the time. But yeah. then you're like, oh no, now <laughs> like, there's huh, this whole new thing okay. I never would have thought about. Exactly. Yeah. How do you tell, if you can, like okay. tell a little bit about Society Six? Because I've never yeah. met somebody that like has a full, like, kind of side hustle on society yeah six. i'm big on like the side hustles now. like now <laughs> that i'm freelance I'm like oh god how can i make money not just doing this you know uh-huh. and especially when you're put in that situation like maybe you don't have the freelance work you're like oh my god how am i going to pay this rent you know i l- try to actively like either i'm making my own stuff and hoping that it'll sell or you know doing my Etsy business. I have that too. Uh-huh. But Society6 is really cool. Out of like all the other platforms, there's like Redbubble, Threadless. I'm like on 10 different ones. I don't even know. <laughs> but awesome. like Society6 is my favorite because they're really cool. I feel like they're not just like some random ass company. Like they actually have done a great job of promoting artists. Like like they promoted me a lot and that's what's helped me get my followers awesome. and like my sales. <laughs> and they did that because they believed in my work, I guess, you know, uh-huh. and they do a great job of like helping other new artists, you know, even if they barely have any likes on their picture, if they like it, they'll post it and they'll put it on their social media. I love it. But, uh, and I've actually gotten to meet the, um, the team behind society six too oh, in LA cool. just uh-huh. over the summer. They're so nice. It's awesome. Yeah. So, um, but it's cool because you don't have to do any of the work. You just upload your designs and then from there you just get paid monthly. Like that's awesome. Yeah. It's so rad. They seem even like consumer facing. Cause I don't know mm-hmm. anything about the back end of them, but they seem like one of the ones where you don't feel like, or you feel like the artist is like kind of involved in mm-hmm. some way where, uh, some of the other sites, like Etsy is definitely one where you feel like yeah. you're just like a, have a relationship with the artist, but Society Six is seems like they want to put the artist first. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like totally what it is behind the scenes, yeah. but to hear that that's you know that they're sort of truthful in all the things that they say is really cool. Yeah, totally. And they do like articles too, which oh, is I didn't really know that. cool. Yeah, and like I'm, they're really good articles, and uh, they'll they even have like um, musicians on, and like they'll let them buy things from, or I mean, probably get things for free from Society6 and like decorate their house and then they like take pictures with them. And, uh-huh. You know, it's really cool. So I love awesome. that. Yeah. I used to get a lot of like design inspiration from Society6. Like, yeah. bad, like I think when I first found out about it, but it was, it was one of those things. What I always liked about Society6 is that you can get an artist thing in like literally any material mm-hmm. you can think of mm-hmm. a book cover, a, a, a pillow, yeah. anything. I thought that was rad. Do they... Does Society6 print everything in-house or do yeah. they have like a main... Wow. It's all on the spot. That's yeah. crazy. I know. I know. And they keep adding more and more products too. And I'm like, damn, that's that, so cool. that's That's what I always thought was cool about Society6 is that you can always put it like on literally anything you can think of and they'll take care of it. Yeah, I've never right. done it, but... Does it, it... You can just do like one design and then they do it their own like... Yeah, so you have to, it's kind of, I mean, you do have to put a little bit of work into it. Uh You have to, um, they'll give you all of the file dimensions for each product. So you can choose what product you want it on. So like some people, like really big artists are like, oh, I'll only do it on the things that make the most money. Like I'll only just do an art print and charge 20 bucks, Uh you know, as a profit. But I like to do it on all of the things because that's And they don't charge per product or anything? Um. So, like, you only get a portion of the pros, like the profits, I guess. Yeah. So, they make a lot of money off of you, I guess, if you do really well. <laughs> yeah. So, that's why they promote you. But, I mean, you could name your price for at least the art prints. So, yeah. which is cool. 
So they don't. So is it per product? Did that answer they, your question. Sorry. No, no, no. They did. That, that's a, that's interesting. So does, do they take per product? Is it a different percentage of profit that they take? Really? Yeah. So that's why you would be like, okay, they take less percentage on this print, so I'm gonna do mm-hmm. more prints. That's interesting. Yeah. It would be an interesting thing to, and I'm sure you think about this, uh, like seeing what happens in that month and like as the months add up, like how that sort of if you were ever to like open your own website to sell mm-hmm. things, it's like people just want the art prints and the coffee cups. Like mm-hmm. yeah. don't waste your time on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So that is a great way to start your business too. And I love it because I literally don't even have to mail anything. Like so I have my Etsy <laughs> and sometimes nice. I get so stressed out. Like I'll get an order and I'm like because oh. that's straight to you. You have <laughs> yeah, to order like, damn shipping. it. Like oh like I have two orders right now that I have not even shipped and I feel like a piece of shit. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. Oh my bad. Sorry. But yeah. So I love that I don't even have to do any work. It's the best. That's the beautiful thing about now is like now there's so many different outlets where you could sell your work and like it's probably the best time to be a freelance creative right now because you can, there's all, like there's no reason why you wouldn't succeed. Yeah. Like in a sense of at least make some money and stay afloat somehow selling your own work because there's all these different ways and really it's like a sink or swim thing for a creative. It'll really tell you if you'll survive. Like it's cool how you develop this this certain thing and, and found all these different ways because I mean if you like what's going on in your life right then and there you, you'll do anything to keep that yeah. afloat I so some other people like I, I know some photographers and stuff and like some of their jobs are based on like their Instagram mm-hmm. and like kind of the engagement and the followers and all of that stuff do you find like in the platforms that you're hosted on like does your Instagram feed into that? Does it help, like, how many times you're promoted? Or or do you, like, just sort of keep your Instagram because it's what everybody has? Oh, God. I don't <laughs> know. Um, I mean, I, it's interesting. The more following I've gotten, the more people are interested in me. So I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm just doing the same shit I've always been doing, uh-huh. you know? So um, does that answer your question? I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just wondering how, like, uh, so I have a friend who's a free... Uh, photographer and his job sometimes like whether he gets it or not is based on like the actual following so sometimes he goes into these time periods where he wants to do what he can to build his instagram Mm. which is like it's understandable because that's what people look at but then it's also like that's not feeding what you're actually good at which is you know the photography you know if you're focusing on numbers on instagram are you really like feeding your career because there's bots there's all this other bullshit yeah and i just wondered if that like takes up any of your time and sort of like planning your freelance career is how much do i need to pay attention to this oh yeah for sure then yeah um i mean i I would really love to take a social media class i think Uh that's really i think it's really important to grow because uh oh really (laughs) yeah oh my gosh okay but um i think it's really important like followers i guess especially for freelance if um depends on where you want to be like i mentioned this before but urban outfitters like that's the goal if i could have something in urban outfitters i'd fucking die but um, you know and so i think they you get that attention from those companies when you have a greater following you know because at the end of the day they want to make money off of you so to me yeah it's important i I definitely want to get there yeah thousands of followers whatever but (laughs) insta famous but for me it's not for my ego it's to get jobs yeah you know i feel like it's important do you get more work off of going out to like these overthrow events doing stuff for that or do you get more work off of like your social platforms definitely i mean i haven't really done too much too many events like the overthrow one was definitely my most um successful one like so many cool people were there so nice like i met you guys like but um, definitely for my social media, because mm-hmm. I'll have people slide into my DMs, I guess, and be like, oh, can you do this for me? And yeah. I'm like, yes, like, okay, good, you know? Uh-huh. Or they'll email me, oh, I saw your work on Instagram, or I saw your work on Society6, and I'm like, oh, sweet, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's mostly how I get my work. Yeah. It really is, like, a, a, a very cool, um, like, middle ground between... Not a full website, because a full website is really, really hard to maintain, mm-hmm. yeah. and people don't go there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people go to Instagram. So, yeah. working on that and treating that, and it's, like, basically free, unless you want to run ads and do the whole thing, mm-hmm. but it's a free way to get attention and to be where people are, because it's, totally. like, to get somebody to go to your website when they don't, like, have any reason to is super hard. So, I think 
even though it sounds dumb, but like taking your Instagram mm-hmm. seriously is such a good idea for yeah. most people. We had to come to Jesus with the with the <laughs> out of line website because we were. I mean, granted, it's it's only us two that are paying for it. I need to accept your Venmo. <laughs> but uh, it was one of those things where, like, okay, do we really need this website? Like, we for us, and it's really it really comes back to asking yourself like okay what are the necessities where's all of our traffic coming from mm-hmm. a lot of our traffic your social it doesn't come from our website yeah we really like when we really thought about because we have like plans as everyone does of like yeah. what we want this thing to be but like we didn't really need to start there all we need is like the 16 dollars for soundcloud and the instagram and like you could really get a lot of things off totally. of like those and two then, and then her following plus my following plus the guests that we have on like mm-hmm. it grow we want it to grow that way because then we're just it's it's almost like we personally as a brand we're like losing money from mm-hmm. squarespace because it was something that like we really don't need at this moment right now that yeah. was the f- final answer that we had right yeah. if i'm not mistaken we're like okay we don't need it right now like maybe when we get bigger we sell we start selling the things that we want to sell mm-hmm. and the apparel maybe but as of right now like but now that we're thinking about it, we're like talking about it, like maybe we just use society six <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because why do we need to open up a website just to have a store where we can do stuff like that? Yeah. But it's interesting because it's like there's all these tools, but which mm-hmm. ones do you really need? And it is. You sort of get trapped into that, like, everybody has a website. You need one. Yeah. yeah. And school, it's like, right? They say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even have a website right now, actually. <laughs> I had one. I coded it myself in school. I was whatever. Say, did you have to code it? Yeah. Oh, God. That's <laughs> awful. But uh, I was like, well... Well, okay, so I coded myself, and then I didn't remember how to code anything, and then it was all, like, old work, and I'm like, fuck, like, I can't be showing people my old work, so I just deleted it, and I haven't had anyone since, but, I mean, it's worked out okay, but people, I feel like they take you more seriously when you have a website, like, I have applied for jobs, I guess, here and there, and they're like, your website, and I'm like, uh, my Instagram, yeah. you know, like, for now, I guess. Yeah, I, I definitely see, I think that's one of the, like, generational things, mm-hmm. where, like... I'd, for there, eventually enough of us will be old enough where like Instagram is actually a real website. Like yeah. it's actually all of the stuff that's important to you, and like having that same information on a yeah. like your it's the own, same shit. Yeah, because yeah, I'm posting my work on my Instagram, and if so I'm redundant. posting that work on my website, it's like what's the and then you're already posting that on Facebook and Twitter yeah. and your Instagram, yeah. so and your store everywhere else. Yeah, I feel like websites and resumes are just going down the shitter in like the next ten years. <laughs> yeah, I mean totally. like. There are so many different ways to get that same information where it's like other, there will come a time when people like us are in the positions of power to be like, no, you don't like, why do I need a, re-? I mean, there yeah. are some careers that you need a resume and like, uh, for me, a website is good because I'm mm-hmm. a writer and you can't like yeah put a, all of your articles on Instagram <laughs> and expect anyone to give a shit. But like there, I think definitely for a creative career, like. There's just we, you. You are told you need a website because that's what has always been that's done. That's your experience, right? And it's and it's you know easier probably when you get a higher volume of like you know then people don't have to slide into your DMs and send you <laughs> <Yeah>. an email. <laughs> yeah. But like until then, until you're John Contino, like it's cool. It yeah. it works for everybody. Yeah, I feel like you'll know mm-hmm. for sure because like at a certain point, you have so many projects, and it's it's really like that way. If you can find out a way to like. That's the real thing is like when you have like stories that you need to tell through projects and that's kind of like for designers, that's what it is, right? Like here's a con, here's a, here's a creative brief. Here's the things you need to solve as a graphic designer. And especially as an illustrator, like you don't need to tell the story of the illustration. Like you can show like gifts of the process. You can do videos, small mm-hmm. ones, but like as, especially with agencies that like we know, like Okay, here's the here's the story of the of the of the of the campaign. We got, here's the creative brief. Here's the challenge. Here's what we did. Here's our strategy. Here's what we did to implement that strategy. And it is, but it's just like blowing out what we're just what we naturally do to mm-hmm. prove it to other people that we can do it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I feel like hindsight's twenty twenty. And now that I think about it, it's like, I feel like it's such a waste of time. And it's kind of like crazy to say at, at some points, because how much time McKenna, do we, did we spend at an agency fucking thinking about how we can prove to everybody else how badass we are, how yeah. smart we are? Okay, how can we show, I don't know, maybe by just putting the fucking work up? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like as plain and simple as it is, rather than like, okay, 
here's hold this for for two weeks or a week figure out how we can tell the story the best and then boom oh. what about just actually showing like what happened like you know what i mean i mm-hmm. i guess it's like kind of sounds redundant it sounds like i'm saying the same thing but i feel like when you're in when i was in that setting we spent more time on figuring out how we can show like how we can show how smart the work was rather than just like showing the work you yeah know what i mean because yes, like even at school, like I had mm-hmm. some illustration classes where it's like, okay, we're just dressing up shit. And at some point, yes, <laughs> like you are, you know what I mean? But like now, like, at some point you got to like, it, it's kind of like the website thing. It's like, okay, do you really need to, how, what's the extent? You know, it's weird. I, know, I guess it's case by case for a project, but. I think mm. that, yeah, having, having, Believing in your talent and like taking your talent seriously more than like taking the pitching of yourself seriously mm-hmm. is probably like just a better spend of your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because you can say pretty things and you can like make a pretty deck to like get clients to think that you're really smart and then you get there and you're like, oh, I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that idea of take the time that you have and spend it towards working on your skills, spend it towards learning how to make what you like, what you want to work on better is probably like whether you're in an office setting or a freelance setting, it's probably the best way to spend your time. And like, let me explain a little bit more because it's what I'm really talking about is like when you're creative and you, and say, say, say you hired me for something, right. Or I hired you for something like the things I want to hear as like a, a customer or a client that's buying your stuff. I just want to hear how stoked you are on it. Because more mm-hmm. of the time, like, you want to, as a, especially design, like, the illustration's pretty straightforward. Like, you know, like, here's a concept, like, we'll get into, it's more about the details. But, like, with, like, a design project, you want to explain why you did things because sometimes it's 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 fun. Like, and I, and I always talk about, like, some when you're a designer, it's like being a detective to mm-hmm. a point because you really want to, and that's the fun part about it. Like, you, like, if someone came to me, like, it's fun. To, and we talked about it a little bit last week with Chris. It's like, the fun thing about design is like you have to put yourself in their shoes. You have to act like them. You have to think like them. Where is your consumer? It's like you want to tell your client those things because that's what makes it fun. And I guess for some, and I guess that's those things you learn at school and like in such, but that's actually what makes it even more fun because you put it in, in, in those realms with illustration. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Like, because it's more of just, it's like an, it's, it's an art piece. It's yeah. an expression. But design, it's a little bit differently because with design, there's a goal involved. Like a overall, I mean, with illustration, yes, you can argue. But with design, the whole point of it is you are designing a visual representation for a, a com- sort of communication with like mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to visually communicate this message or this thing with a certain person. With illustration, it's just, it's just visually like fun stuff to look at. I mean, <laughs> granted, like some people go way too deep with their illustrations <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, it's, I do sometimes as well, but like for the most part, we're fucking having fun. Mm-hmm. But with design, it's a little bit different. I definitely, I, sometimes I do feel like I have to explain a little bit. Like that kind of reminded me, like if you ever have a client, have you ever had a client? Oh, I'm sure you have. But like that gives you an idea and you're like, that's a shit idea, right? <laughs> but you're like, okay, sure. And you kind of try it out. Like, there's this one, um, like this band actually, I've been doing a lot of single cover art for. And every time he has an idea, I'm like, God, that's awful. <laughs> and I honestly just end up doing my own thing. Like I kind of yeah. take his idea. Yeah. I'm like, I know Run he's just going to like it better if I just make it my own. And But I'll send it to him. I'll be like, hey, so I know you said this, but it didn't really work out. So here's this, but here's why I did it. That's and then what, that's he the likes it. Yeah. You know, um, if I could at least explain why I did it and why it's better than that his badass idea. I mean, I guess bad, just not badass. But, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. But, like, uh, yeah, sometimes you have to explain, you know? Yeah. And some people... No, go ahead. I was going to say, I think coming from somebody who, like, doesn't have that... um, I suck at visualizing things. Like, I, I know... I've looked at enough designers work to know, like, what's good and what's not, but I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you a concept of what I think, and I can tell you, like, sort of the avenue that I want it to be in, but I don't know what that looks like. And especially I don't know what you hear when I say mm-hmm. these are the things that I want. Yeah. And so I think m- most people, like, on this side of that interaction, if they're a good client, because there are some, like, needy, gross clients. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, most of the time, I think that's... W- 
half of what you're paying for is like, mm-hmm. here's something that I think might work, but like your brain is better at this. Yeah, so what's like, your interpretation? Yeah, this is like, I think hopefully most clients, especially those who like respect the people mm-hmm. that they're hiring is like, here's kind of what I think, but you're the smarter one. You're the professional. Like I'm leaning mm-hmm. on you for to, to take this and sort of make it better. Yeah. Sometimes you could read those clients too. Like some, I don't take that risk. I'm like, I'm just going to do their idea and I'm going to hate it, whatever, <laughs> you know, like those kind of people. But there's somewhere you're like, okay, I know they respect my work. Uh-huh. I can take that liberty to kind of make it my own. Yeah, absolutely. And it all, that's why that initial conversation is yeah. so important because mm-hmm. people will just take the first thing and not ask questions. And that's really when you get into a shithole, no matter yeah. what, you'll probably <laughs> end up in a shithole. That's usually me. But you got to have nice. those conversations with people that want your work. It's not just like, hey, Eric, can you do this photo shoot of my kid, this this senior shoot? Even though it's like just a senior shoot, like you're just taking portraits of some kid. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be things that those parents want. You'd be like, okay, well, do you, what are your ideas? Because no matter mm-hmm. what, whether if it's photo, video, design, illustration, the person that is coming to you saw something in their head mm-hmm. that they want in real life. So you're just trying to figure out what the fuck was in their head. <laughs> yeah. So it's important to sit down and be like, okay, is it like this? Was it like this? Yeah. And then still finding. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, when I'm talking about like finding, I was talking about earlier this like ultimate freelance happy place. Right. That's my comparison. I'm not saying everybody needs to be the way that I'm saying, but it's like fine trying to find a happy medium, trying to find a balance of collaboration. It's not always going to be that way. Probably safely to say 85% of the time it's not, <laughs> but I mean, trying to work towards that is like the goal. I was curious. Cause you said, you mentioned like at the very beginning about how like you were trying to move away from like the tarot card inspired stuff yes. that like people fell in love with. And I, I was wondering like, if someone came to you, like, how do you sort of, do you approach those kinds of conversations where somebody saw this and wanted something in that vein to sort of say like, I've kind of moved on from that. Like, Uh, is that something that, that people talk about is like, Oh yeah, actually like, yeah. So that's my (laughs) most popular thing. So people see that and they're like, Oh my God, we love your tarot. Can you make something in that? avenue or whatever and I'm like yeah you know I can do it like sure so I mean I'll still do it because I'm gonna get paid for it and I do like to do them but uh-huh. I'm not gonna do it on my own like I'm not gonna keep it becomes like your trademark yeah and I didn't want that to be the only thing I would be known for right. you know what I mean because yeah. so many people are like oh my god you need to make a deck you need to do it of this one you need to do this one I'm like I'm not your fucking puppet dude. <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. I'm like fuck this like it made me resent it a little yeah. bit yeah but I mean I still like it like uh I'm not going to say who, but some a client was like, or somebody was like, oh, we should do some work together in the future. And I was like, yeah, like maybe like tarot inspired. I'm like, sure. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, why not? Fuck uh-huh. it. But uh, yeah. Some people realize that was like a one-time thing, like an idea that you, one of those random ideas that you yeah. had that you just wanted to explore. And it just took off. And then I was like, ah, oh, give me off this thing. Like, <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> give me off, give me off, give me off. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's just like that big circular roller coaster thing. Yeah. Too many. <laughs> oh, those things freak me the fuck out. I can't do that, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, that's weird. That sucks. It's it's so funny because yeah. we like every week when we sit down and like we talk about like the nuances of a creative life. It's like at the end of the day, it's like oh poo poo, dude. You, <laughs> yeah. are, you you guys are bitching about like the creative. It definitely could be worse, but it's like it's things that it's it's we have to talk about it because it gets to a point where like. Like like you all know, family and friends we need some work, and you're just like, this is how I eat. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this for free. <laughs> and I feel like talking about these things helps like other people in the mm-hmm. industry, like especially our age, be like, okay, no, you're a lot more than just a fucking kid that likes to do this. Like this is actually like how you fucking live. Yeah. And I think that it's important to hear other people like validate the fact that like, no, I'm sick of this thing that got me here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I appreciate it and it was great mm-hmm. and it's wonderful, but like I'm fucking done. And I yeah. hope this show <laughs> it helps you not get any more tarot card projects. Yeah. God. I mean, you know what? I, I'm not, I'm not bummed, I guess when people ask, but a part of me is just like, oh. you want to do something else? Like, yeah. I- yeah. And I'm totally like, I'm still figuring out. I don't want to, yeah, I'm still figuring out my style. I feel like, mm-hmm. Um, like I kinda, you know, I do the same shit, but I also want to experiment with making other stuff. Do you want to like find like an ultimate style or? I mean, I don't know. I did. I feel like my work is still so amateur and I see other people's work and I'm like, I want to get to that point. Can you do that? 
Yeah, but like I know I'll get there just with practice. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to emulate their work, but I'm just like each time I do something, I'm like, how do I get out of this same style? I guess of what I don't want all my work to look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to explain that. Like uh, the quality. Like I've been doing kind of like uh, like type work lately mm-hmm. and it's still really new to me like you do rad type work like that's Thank insane you. but like uh i try i like i'll be making something i'm like that looks exactly like the thing i just made like yeah what yeah. i need to expand that's a cool. little more you know what i mean that's 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 the most important part of a creative is like like people it's when people say like artists are like the most harsh on themselves it's because of like that reason mm-hmm. because they want to get better and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a comparison to like other things that they see but if they do it if they do it in a way where it's like how you're talking about, mm-hmm. like the attitude of the way you say it, like you want to get better, you want to explore it, mm-hmm. like you know, like you can hit a higher bar. Mm-hmm. That's important. The difference is like a lot of people are like, I want to do that guy's work or I want to be better than like this person, which yeah. is like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, like I definitely you... know I have my own style. Yeah. I guess I don't want to change my style. I just want to get better. Yeah, I and, I, and I knew like when you were saying yeah. like, that's what, that's exactly what you mean because that's yeah. that's so important because then that's how you get like that's a sage pizza typeface. That's sage <laughs> pizza type. Like that's how yeah. Mary Kay McDevitt and John Contino they just yeah. do what they did mm-hmm. and then now that's you recognize them for their steez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could look at your stuff and I was like oh that's definitely she's definitely got a style <laughs> that's and that's cool. tight. That's, that's no so. it's, and you even have like a color palette. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like yeah totally. that's tight too. That's like what I hate about my like if, if we're talking about like, critiquing yourself that's what they hate about me is I don't have a color palette the orange the fucking oh that's out of line <laughs> oh okay wait yeah we, yeah we need to get out of that shit no we're, i love on, it on I our year it. on our year uh because we're coming up on a year that we've been doing this podcast and we're just gonna switch the colors oh shit Ooh. yeah and make it because the orange is a lot sometimes. i love the orange no <laughs> maybe, i love it maybe we were thinking about like podcast is orange because originally we came out with like a color palette but we only ended up using one because the other colors look like shit <laughs> and then we're just like let's stick with the orange but maybe for like new things well maybe explore. different shades of orange there you go there you go or like orange on white like that's, like, <laughs> that's risky for us like, like just white. i think we did i think uh, we were exploring it a little bit like on episodes like where some i think it was an accident like nick's post was on white like his headshot was a white one we're like oh this is not a brand (laughs) but eventually (laughs) the cool thing is like our our mantra for this is like no rules oh yeah (laughs) just figuring it out yeah you gotta wing it i mean it's we're just trying to keep it enjoyable for sure like same thing with we were talking about with like the freelance life you say you gotta keep it fun Mm -hmm. because for a while like but we do we're, we're keeping it fun but we still have like guidelines Every week we have to do it. Like, that's the kind. <laughs> every week we have to do it. Whatever day it is, we'll have to do it. And every week we have to post one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the one that, like, really gets to a point of, like, oh, fuck. Like, mm, like <laughs> tisk tisk. You yeah. should have fucking done one. But, like, the, as far as... Because we used to do it, like, what, every every Tuesday. Every Tuesday we record. And every Thursday it goes out. And if we didn't do that, fuck. Yeah. But it's, like, now it's not realistic. And mm-hmm. it's a good thing to have. But every week we get it done. You know, every right. week we do one. Well, we're, we try. We try. <laughs> but now it's like trying to bring on like really, really like interesting guests and artists like yourself. And it's fun to hear your story because every time we do one, somebody reaches out and like, that was a great episode. Yeah. And like that helped. And like hearing from more people like yourself in your journey and the way you did it. Because even like in retrospect, like listening to you talk, it's interesting how... Like, people would think, like, right when you get out of school, you, like, that's it. Like, yeah. you got to figure it out. But no, like... You, Definitely not. Like, I didn't... I, I, I don't know what I would have done if I would have tried other things. Like, I maybe might have not done it. Because where I'm from, mm-hmm. a small city, people are like, oh, I'm going to go to community college for a year. And they, ended up, they don't end up going even further. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's cool that you did all this and are pursuing this freelance life. Because it's not an easy one. No. So we know you've got... Huge plans to to go to this weekend. Um, <laughs> where can people find you across um, the internet? Okay, Instagram for sure. Uh, Sage Pizza. Hey. Um, a, uh, Society Six, also Sage Pizza, and then uh, my Etsy. I would say those are my three. Also Sage Pizza. Very easy. <laughs> very easy to remember. That's very easy um, brand. Yeah. So yeah, follow cool. me. Cool. Awesome. Thank well, you so much for coming on. Thanks, guys. Awesome. So from everyone here at the Out of Line Perspective, Sage Pizza, McKenna, (laughs) Eric, we're out.